Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Get Up and Do podcast. My name is Melissa Gardner, also known as Get Fit with Melissa on Instagram and TikTok. And this is Ryan Gardner, also known as HealthyRyan.G Instagram, <laughs> no TikTok. TikTok's off for me. Well, he scrolls with me, so it's fine. It's kind of like he has I'll, TikTok. I'll stare at your phone. Yeah. And we'll look at funny TikToks together. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, you guys. I hope you're having a great day today. And if you're tuning in, that means you are wanting to unscrew nutrition. I love that We're caption. Here to do it. I yeah. just a little, uh, little FYI, little heads up to everyone. Um, I actually opened up coaching applications. So if you've been wanting to work with a coach or anything, my applications are open. So head over to my bio and um, apply that way. And we go through nutritional coaching. We during our check-ins really dive into your my fitness pal diaries. We really talk about your relationship with food. Ryan's accepting new people too. So if you want Absolutely. to apply for him as well, um, you can apply in that same application. If your husband's needing guidance, your boyfriend's send him Ryan's way because Ryan is specialized as a nutrition specialist as well and can help with the nutrition aspect of things. So with that 100%, said, let's do it. Let's dive right on in. Okay. So my main focus, and I wanted to make sure we have kind of a focal point because I go off on tangents. My main focus today is just talking about what your focus is and where that lies with nutrition and what you should prioritize versus what you can just say Okay, not throw right now. Out the window, or what, or what you don't have to worry about. And side note, or a disclaimer: this isn't me saying that certain things aren't important, or learning about certain things aren't important. Because to the person, depending on them, knowledge they may is be. power. Yes. Education is power. The more you know, the better. You're off. Absolutely. But if you're just starting, or you're getting into nutrition, it's your first year. It's your first few months. It can all feel so effing overwhelming, and that's where I want to come in and try to unscrew some of the screwing that I know social media has done, that I know diet culture has done to help. Me and Ryan both want to tag team this and help you guys kind of feel more confident with your food choices and feel good about where you're heading with things. Yeah. To pre-curse everything, it feels like we're not taught nutrition in school really at all, Um, especially- if we are, we forget, unless we In grade school and high school- It's the it's just not there. Um, so you a lot of people just don't know. Um, so if you're one of those people that's looking on social media, getting your guidance from certain people, and you don't know who to trust. I get it. Yeah, it no, totally makes I, sense. I get it too. So I have to like go and like if I follow someone and they say something, I'm like, how? What? And I like second guess myself as a specialist. I'm like, yeah. Okay, I need to go read some articles because this is confusing. There's and a lot of information out there. There's so much. And that's why I said, Ryan, we should do a podcast on unscrewing nutrition to the best we can. So here is here is where we're going to start. First and foremost, you have to look at what is your goal at the moment. So if you are a person who is trying to be, as always, in a weight loss caloric deficit and your coach, like me, says, hey, I just want you focusing on your calories, you know, making sure you're having, you're being in that deficit and your protein intake. I just want you hitting those two goals. And so you're like, yeah, okay, great. You go out, you buy your groceries. You're like, this says it has 25 grams of protein. This says it has 19 grams of protein. Great, great, great. We're grading things with protein. Awesome. So you're drinking your premier shake and you're saying, you know, this premier shake's great. I love putting in my coffee, 24 grams of protein, way to start my day. And you hop on social media and you see someone on there saying, well, Premier Shakes, this ingredient in them is very toxic or deadly. Da, 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 da. That was rude, Alexa. Mm. Um, or like carcinogens. It's what is it called? I think it's carcinogens. Is what it, the ingredient they 
hit premiere with. Yeah, I think so. Okay, and then now you're like second guessing yourself. You're like, whoa, I was hitting my protein intake, but now this woman's saying, hey, you can't have that. That is not good for you. Look at this ingredient. Again, just like my disclaimer, I am not saying in any means that looking at ingredients isn't important because to a lot of people it is. Yeah. To a lot of people it is important to understand what is the ingredients in their food and stuff. And sometimes like when we're not looking at them, people can say something's healthy and it's not in the sense. But the unscrewing part I want to do is just because there's an ingredient in there that might have some negative effects negative effects or whatever it may be doesn't mean the whole product itself is bad because it m- probably has a little bit of whatever that might be because could you imagine like they're not going to put on shelves like hey here you go have this drink it's going to kill you in a week have this drink it's going to kill your inside here people freak out about sucralose all the time what's the other one they freak out about that it's in diet soda aspartame aspartame because of so many things can it negatively affect you absolutely i have clients right now that um have been working with me because aspartame has caused a lot of gut issues a lot of deterioration with them and we've been working through it but then i have other clients that thrive with having their diet soda so it's all based on them right dependent on the person but basically the unscrewing part is i don't want you to hear from someone saying these ingredients are terrible don't have this have this more expensive brand instead and then you say i'm a failure because i can't afford that expensive brand but i can't have the cheap brand so i'm just not going to stick to this well yeah it pushes you back towards high so high sugar soda it pushes you back towards it discourages you. It pushes you, you back towards fast food. It pushes push you back towards whatever you were doing because you're discouraged about what you were trying to do yes. to get more healthy. And so, now it created confusion and now you're like, well, what What the hell? Yeah. What's the point? What's the point of all this stuff? Exactly. what you might think. And that's where I want to unscrew. It's okay to have your premier shake. If that's what you like and that's how you get that's protein That's how you get in, protein, get your protein. Drink your shake. If you like Fair Life, but you're like hearing from people <laughs> saying don't drink Fair Life because of the cows, I, we won't get into that whole mess of a thing. But drink your Fair Life. If Fair Life's the only thing that sits well with your stomach, drink your Fair Life. I drink Bloom. Bloom Saps works wonderful with my stomach. Other people have to drink vegan. I think Bloom does have vegan. I've never branched out to try their vegan. Maybe I should try. Um, do what, but then people go, well, one ups vegan has these ingredients and da 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 and it's yeah. like okay give what's the protein what's the macronutrients on it let me read through the ingredients okay we're good usually if it's not the first few ingredients like if car car is like your third ingredient that might be a problem because right isn't it like the first it, the first it goes in order from most abundant to least abundant in the actual thing yes yeah on the ingredients list so if you are worried about ingredients just look at that look if at sugar your, is your first ingredient it is the most prominent ingredient in the food or drink yeah. or whatever okay mm-hmm. so look at that type of stuff now i want to pivot from ingredients to macros okay to just your proteins, your carbs, your fats, right? A lot of people, when they're tracking macros or whatever, I actually just had this question with a client who asked me, okay, they're on this ground turkey, the ratios are this. It is three grams of carbs, 19 grams of fat, and 24 grams of protein or something like that. And she asked me, how do I know whether or not that's a good ratio? And I said, well, it's just dependent on you in that day because 
if that has 24 grams of protein and that's going to help you hit your protein goal, but maybe go a little bit over your fat goal, you might want to pick something else. I always say you can go over or under like about 20 and grams of macros um, and you'll be okay as long as you're not consistently doing that. But if you're like, okay, I'm going to be, this is my seventh time being over my fat goal. If I have this food, find a different one, find a substitution. Um, and then if that means, okay, well, I'm going to be under my fat goal and I'm not going to hit my protein goal. You have to just look around and say, okay, but what can I have? So a lot of times the number one thing is chicken. Chicken is lean. Chicken has minimal fat, high protein, no carbs, right? Chicken doesn't have carbs, does it? I'm over being no. the specialist. <laughs> uh, does chicken have carbs? As I'm trying to unscrew nutrition. Chicken is insanely lean. Yes. So maybe you switch your meat up. If you're going to hit your fats, you switch your meat up because you're like, okay, I'm not going to do it. But if you're, you're first thing in the day and you're planning out your day and you're like, okay, well, this breakfast burrito has 20 grams of fat, but it has 32 grams of protein. But the rest of the day, all you're going to have to do is just be mindful of your fats. And if you know that certain foods as you go have higher things of fats or higher things in carbs, you're just going to want to make sure when you're looking at them and you're looking at the labels or you're tracking or whatever, you're just keeping in check your macronutrients. Like, okay, I had a pretty high fat breakfast. My lunch and my dinner probably should be a bit lower. What's a bit lower? You know, greens are lower. So like a salad, chicken, um, tortillas are usually lower in fats. You just yep. want to look at- in carbs, lower in fats. Yeah. Low fat, yogurt, um, you know. Uh, I think a really good example is fish. Yeah. Um, oh, I always forget fish because we don't eat it. Well, yeah. Um, but fish is really lean. Fish is very good for you and, and you, it has a lot good of good amino vitamins. acids. Yeah. Um, you get your omega-3 fatty acids, but here's the kicker. It's got mercury in it. So if you, it has a high mercury content, that can be pretty damaging. Um, so what do you do? You don't eat it every day. <laughs> That's that's <laughs> the know, unscrewing that's part to exactly. macronutrients yeah. is if you're ha- if you're having something you just have to plan ahead of time or just find a substitution. And, and if, if it's not great, don't eat it all the time. Don't eat it every day. Don't eat just it every day. Don't, it. Yeah, don't eat it consistently. That's the only unscrewing part. Don't worry about, and that's what I was trying to tell my client today, don't worry about the ratios and whether they're good ratios or not. Worry about looking at your day and saying, okay, if I'm picking this for dinner, well, maybe I need to have a smaller serving because remember, everything's serving size. So if something's two ounces, maybe you only have an ounce and that will cut down how much fat you're eating that day. Maybe you're like, okay, this meat's really high in fat or this thing is really high in fat. I'm only gonna have half of it. Boom. You didn't go over. You're right on the target and you still ate. There you yeah. go. Doesn't you don't have to be that complicated. You don't have to overstress it. You don't have to think, well, shit. And if you go over, guess what? That's life. Like you go over. Okay. Try again tomorrow. Yeah. Every day is a clean state. You can always retry again. You don't have to have an effort attitude. You don't have to be like, well, I'm going to, I'm already going to be over. Might as well. No. If you were saying that to yourself, catch yourself, but keep yourself in check and it's say, it's very easy to say that. To yeah. Yourself. It's so easy and it's harder to keep yourself in check, but then you have to say, okay, well, I tell Ryan, like I literally told Ryan today, will this match with my goals? No? Okay. I'm going to be over anyway. I don't care. I'm still choosing the best option for myself today. Okay. Macronutrients. Yeah. Calories. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You just, you just learn from your previous experience. That's, that's all that I had to say about that was you just have to take it in stride and say, okay, yeah, that wasn't great. All right. Tomorrow and, and going forward. Now I know what not to do. Exactly. Love that so much from you. So, 
there's unscrewing of macros. If there is another question you have about macronutrients, please DM us, send us an email, comment, whatever you want um, on the review. And we, we want to do an episode on macronutrients anyway. So yep. that'll be a good time to ask there. Calories, unscrewing calories and a caloric deficit, caloric surplus, whatever it may be. Okay. People like to do this thing where they take macros and then calories and confuse them because they're like, well, I'm going to be over my protein goal and macro, but I'm still in my deficit. Okay. If you are focusing on your caloric deficit, that is what's important is your calories in versus out. Now, your macronutrients, if you don't want to be focusing on calories, the macronutrients that are prescribed to you or suggested to you are going to be or should be the same um, amount of deficit as your calories. Sorry, that might have been a little bit confusing. So when people get a deficit- add up to the same calories as your caloric deficit. Yes. That's what you're saying. So if your calories are 1,500 and someone prescribes to you 40% protein, 35% carbs, 25% fats, what they did was to get the grams that you're eating, they took 1,500 and they times it by- Sorry, am I losing my thought? 0.40, then then divided it by four because protein is a four kcal. Then they got your grams. So, you with me? Yep. You here with me? Okay. And before they times it by your grams or divided by your grams, excuse me, if you added up what 1500 times 0.4 was and then added up your next one and then added up your next one, it was going to hit your calories. But then they divided it by the macronutrient, which is what got you your grams. So if you're only macro tracking and you're like, well, how do I know if I'm a caloric deficit? You're most likely in a caloric deficit, especially if you got it from someone. And if you're like in a caloric deficit and you want to switch to just macro tracking, you're going to do that formula. So let me just, let me just slow down as I say that. So if your deficit is 1500 and you want to have a 40% intake of protein, you're going to take that 1500 and you're times it by 0.4. You're going to get 600. So that's 600 calories, right? And then from there, you're going to divide that by four because a protein is four, carb is four, and your fats are nine. And you're going to get 150 grams of protein. That is how you do it. Yep. Then you do it for your next one, your next one. The 40, 35, and 25 need to add up to 100. It needs to be that value because that is what's going, you have to make it sure it's 100%. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. So your percentages of macronutrients add up to your goal, your calorie goal. That's uh, that's what you're saying there is um, those grams add up to 1,500 yeah. when you... If when that's the way you want to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's not even, it's not that big of a deal whether or not you went over in your protein, but you're still in your calories because for weight loss, it's the, like I, I feel like I talk about this so much. So hopefully everyone knows right now, calories in or calories out. So that's what's important is that you're staying in that deficit and whether or not you're, you're prioritizing your macros is a whole different ballgame. If you want to prioritize both, which I do, I like to look at my carbs and my protein as I'm prioritizing my deficit. And if I'm going over my carbs, my next option of eating, if I still have calories left, I probably will choose something that's not heavily in carbs. I'll probably choose something lower in carbs. Yeah. Um, but that's all on the focus and timing of what you're wanting to focus on. If you're in a high level season of your life and you're like, okay, if I focus on hitting my macros plus staying in my calories, you're probably going to go crazy, right? But if you focus on just one thing, like, okay, I'm going to hit, I'm going to make sure I stay in my calories and I'm going to prioritize my protein while being mindful of my carbs. 
There you yeah, go. I think the key word that you said was mindful. Yes. So I think you want to emphasize one thing or two things and then be mindful of the rest. Yes. So you don't want to forget about everything. You don't else. want to forget about nutrients. You don't want <laughs> yeah. to forget about ingredients, you but you want to prioritize and focus on one thing. This. Emphasize yes. um, your calories in, right? That doesn't mean you don't worry about your macros. That doesn't mean you don't worry about your greens that you're eating. Um, so I think it's just, yeah, it's prioritizing. It's, it's writing down a list of priorities. Okay. What matters the most to me? What can I keep track of, uh, easiest maybe? Um, so that I know I can stay on top of this thing and this thing and the rest I can be mindful of, keep it in the back of my mind. Absolutely. And the more you're doing it and the more you start to understand a caloric deficit, the more you start to understand how protein makes you feel. Like in January, I had my clients do um, a challenge where they had 120 grams of protein every day. And like all of them, like I can't even believe how many of them had breakthroughs of like, wow, having protein in my diet is a game changer for my satiety. I don't feel so hungry. I'm not trying to struggle for like excuse me, chips or snacks. I am feeling good about myself. Yeah. My satiety is being met. So, okay, great. And, and now we, we have can... episodes on that. Yep. That, yep. That we people do. can go back and listen to about protein and, and satiety and satiety and how amazing it is for you. But now that you're feeling confident in that area, you can branch out to different areas. You can say, okay, like I feel really good about this. Like now I can focus on like nutrition labels and understanding them. Like, okay, this has 10 grams of fats, but how many grams of saturation does it have? It's all almost like a step. Like it's 10 steps of nutrition and depending on where you are, you're just learning, right? You're taking steps to learning more and more about it. But you don't, what I want to emphasize is you don't want to say this is fact unless it really truly is. So if someone on social media is saying you shouldn't have this because of this, go like question them. Like research your own even articles. Even if it's us. Yeah, even... Oh my God. I love when people question me. I know yeah. it sounds so dumb. No, seriously. But though. I love it because it makes me become a better trainer, makes me become Keeps a better specialist because people ask me questions like my clients feel so bad because they're like, I'm not trying to question you. And I'm like, no, you should. You should question yeah. me as your trainer. If something in this podcast doesn't make sense or you don't know if it's right, question us question it i'm serious because then we have to do we can have a discussion yeah and we can do our due diligence making sure like we know the facts because there's been times like i've talked about in the past where i thought i knew something and i didn't i wasn't a specialist in it and i was like oh shoot like when i used to eat 1200 calories a day like totally thought that was fine and then i learned so anyway with nutrition i just want to say this there is no good or bad food there is only foods and feelings they give us there is only foods that we eat that make us feel certain ways that either fulfill our hunger or don't and the foods that we tend to categorize as good foods that social media or whatever it may be says like these are great foods and healthy foods to eat are typically ones that are filled with nutrients right because health you know gotta have those nutrients that are going to help fill our satiety um, and that are going to help just overall make us feel good in general. Um, and then the foods that we tend to say are bad are ones that don't meet these certain cues or these certain things. But that doesn't mean they're bad and that doesn't mean we need to restrict them. It just means in moderation we're having them so we're not binging at the end of the week um, because we restricted all week, you yeah. know? It's just that you quite categorize them as bad because it doesn't... Um, fulfill you as 
good as something else because it makes you feel um, less uh, full or less. Um, it like makes you feel more bloated. It makes you just doesn't make you feel as good for as long as something that's more nutrient dense. And like I talked about in our last episode, um, your gut really does connect to your brain. And the more processed foods, because um, speaking of ingredients, people are over here giving grief to Premier Shakes. Do you know what a McDouble's made out of? Hot dogs? Do you guys know that? Like, do you guys look at those ingredients? Probably not. White bread? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you guys would be freaking shocked. So anyway, that was, I digress. Side tight. Um, yeah. yeah. As I was saying, what was I saying? God. <laughs> <laughs> why did i have a tangent moment oh what was i saying <laughs> did you <laughs> it's a good there's no good foods there's no bad foods that's what you were saying <laughs> i don't think that's what i was saying anyway that's, that's my fault my brain you guys has been broken since i've been pregnant so i apologize i'm making sure i'm reading and i'm making sure i'm keeping up on things but sometimes my brain just does this thing where it blinks so hopefully this gave you a giggle at the end of the podcast um But what I was saying is, I think is what I was saying, that when it comes to food and whether or not you're wondering if you should have it or you shouldn't have it, the foods you shouldn't have are foods you're allergic to, foods that make you sick, foods that create headaches, foods that don't make you feel like great. So for me, I try to really limit my sugar intake because the next day if I have too much sugar, I will have a migraine. I don't like having migraines, so I limit my intake. Does that mean I don't have it? No. But does that mean I live it myself? It means yes. you're mindful of the way it might make you feel, and you're mindful of how much of said macro, how much of said ingredient you've had for the day, and you're mindful of, okay, is this going to make me feel fine tomorrow? Um, is this going to make? Is this going to fill my satiety? You're just mindful. Yeah, and even if you have a food um, that maybe you don't have usually, but you're really wanting it. Like you want a serving of cookie or you want a serving of ice cream, like have it and just tell yourself, you know, this isn't my normal diet. I'm allowed to have food that I like indulge in and stuff. And it's no big deal if I go over today. Cause it really isn't the only time it's ever a big deal with nutrition. Is when um, it's consistent. It's when it's, when it's consistent, that beautiful word consistency. Anyway, I'm sorry if this seemed like uh, I went off on couple tangents. I wasn't trying to, but I think I hit the three main points I wanted to unscrew, which was calories, macros, and ingredients, um, which is basically like the basis of food. And that there's no wrong or right foods. There's just foods and the way they make us feel. Yeah, so, 100%. With that being said, I hope this episode makes you go get a salad. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I hope it does, though, influence you to kind of look at your foods today. Um, I like to say make your plates colorful um, because then you get those nutrients in, in an easier way. And if you're struggling with protein or you're struggling with certain things, like I always say to my clients, make it your main meal, make it your center, and then build around it. Yep, so, make it your foundation. Yeah, and in, in all, I hope this episode makes you get up and do.